Thank you for tuning in today to Disco Designs and Interior Design Podcast. My name is Dave and welcome back to the studio. I have been away for a couple of weeks now. It's just been one of those times in my life where I've just had a lot going on and this last week has been a bit of a decompression period for me, just letting my body rest and settle. So I have saddled back up pulled my finger out and now I'm back here with you to talk all about the design process and what it's like to design a space with me and potentially other designers. If that sounds like something that piques your interest, then why don't you just stay right where you are? I'll be back just after this. Ah, so as I said in the intro, I am um, I am back after a little period of decompression time. Just it's been a it's been a big year. It's been it's been a big decade. It's been a big thirty something years at this point. But anyway, I'm back in the studio, and today we're going to talk all about the interior design process. Now, this episode is sparked for a few different reasons. I've just started a new project with a client. I've been rewriting content for my website and. In, on my website, I've been trying to be really verbose with people and give them a good understanding of the interior design process as I implement it, which I think broadly speaking, you'll find that most other designers work in a very similar way. There is absolutely going to be nuance and how each designer is going to design a space or how, how that process is going to work with an individual person. But for me, this is how I do it. And I think you'll find that a lot of other people do it in a very similar way. So the interior design process begins with you, actually. It begins with you. You have made a decision that you have a space that needs some professional help. Remember that interior designers, we are far more than cushions and choosing paint colors. So this project I've just started this week, uh, last week, a couple of weeks ago, I kind of remember now. Time is just a continual blur at this point. The project I've just started is a bathroom renovation for one of the listeners of the show, hello there, you know who you are. I bet she'll she'll send me a text when she hears this. So I've just started a bathroom renovation. She has a space that is, um, it's, it's somewhat functional, but things are, it's, I think she said it's 15, 17 years old and things just ain't what they used to be. I was not what I used to be 15 to 17 years old ago. You know what I mean? 17 years ago is a lot more sprightly than I am now. But I've learned so much more since then. Would I want to go back to being that? No, no, I wouldn't. So I'm glad we're here. But anyway, that was a big uh, sidebar there. She's made a decision that, hey, she would like to drag a professional into this process, which is a very smart decision because already we've flagged a number of potential um, hiccups that we, that we can look to avoid. We've also already, only in this first part of the stage, come up with some really amazing ideas and some really interesting ways to perhaps expand some spaces and to actually add value to her property as well, which I'm really excited about to see how this project turns out. I can't wait to see how this turns out. Anyway, it starts with you. It starts with the person who says, I need a designer. So if you're working with me, usually that's you're gonna you're gonna flag me down a few ways. Ideally, the way you're gonna do it is you're gonna jump over to my website, disco.design, D-I-S-K-O.design, click on contact, and you're gonna set yourself up for a initial discovery um, 
a discovery session with me on there. So you can go in there, have a look at my calendar, book yourself in for a date and time that works for you. That way we're not having to play either phone tag or email tag. You just do it and it's locked in, baby. You tell me a little bit about your project and then we have a bit of a, a chat. We have an initial meeting. And the purpose of this initial discovery session is a couple of things that we want to talk about. First of all, I want you to tell me a little bit about the project, where it is, what exactly you're wanting to do. I want you to be able to ask me questions as well. I want to know things about what's the timeline you're looking at, what exactly in the spaces is it you're looking to do. Um, is there other design work or complexities that might impact what we're about to do? I want to know a bit about your budget as well um, that you want to spend on the project as a whole. And through the purpose of this call is basically to just have an initial conversation and for us to go, if you, if you said to me, hey, I want to renovate uh, two bathrooms and I have $5,000, I would go, look, uh, based on my experience, that that's not realistic. It's probably not it's actually not going to happen, right? Or um, if you want to gut the whole thing, like this, it's not going to happen, babes. You might be able to change your vanity. You might be able to change some taps and some hardware, but we can't, you know, you just, in this 2023, you can't renovate two bathrooms for $5,000. You can't renovate one bathroom for $5,000 realistically. So it's about having those conversations, setting expectations. And that just might be me going, hey, maybe you need to either reevaluate the scope of the project. If that's your budget, let's reevaluate what you actually want to achieve. What, what is it about the space that's getting you down? Oh, it's the white tile. Okay, well, is the tile in good condition? Yes. Could, could you paint the tile? Oh, yeah, you could. Okay, well, there you go. There's maybe a solution. So sometimes that conversation might just be having a really quick solution with the designer. Or it might be saying, hey, look, you're kind of there, but maybe let's see other ways that we could fund this project. So I might go and say, hey, look, maybe you can, maybe you can have a chat with your accountant, whoever, yourself, significant other, um, your cat to, to say, hey, how can we maybe fund this in a different way if this is something you actually want to pursue? Because we just need to make sure that financially it's going to make sense for you to do this. Um, because this... Uh, my, my total philosophy is we do it once, we do it right. Cutting corners, skimping little bits here and there is not necessarily my forte, not what I'm about. And that's not to say that we, we do everything expensive and bougie, but we prioritize quality and durability and things that are going to stand the test of time. And that can mean recycled, reclaimed things at times as well, okay? So it's not it's not just about buying really expensive stuff. It's about doing things durably. If you're going to put some new pipes in your wall in your bathroom, you better believe I want them to last for 30 plus years. So we need to make sure that they're going to do that, right? I'm not going to cheap out and buy something that might look good and save you 50 bucks now, but it's going to give you a whole lot of heartache in three years' time. That is step number one. We have discovery meeting. Discovery meeting goes well, and you say, hey, this sounds good. Um, can you come have a look at the space? Can we talk more about this? And I say, you better believe I can. So at this phase here, I we can then, for me personally, this is a paid service. I'll be totally transparent. This next step of me coming to you is actually a paid service because I'm basically, I'm coming to your space travel time, expenses, et cetera, et cetera. But what you get out of this, so let's take this bathroom, for example. I go in there, we have a chat for, I think, you know, we might be there for like an hour, sometimes more. And I will do, I want you to show me the space. I want you to show me the problem areas. I want to take photos of everything. 
I will usually do a rough measure up of the space as well. So I have in my brain some square meterage. I know how high the ceilings are. Where are the immovable things? Where are the walls? Where are the doors? Where are the windows? Uh, where are the services? So your water, your plumbing, your electrical. If I'm in a kitchen, where are things like you hook up for the dishwasher, for the gas? I'm going through and I'm evaluating these and I'm kind of sketching them down. And then we have a bit of a chat about all of that. And I have, you know, I'm still looking around the whole space. What sort of like flooring have we got? What sort of ceiling system? Are you in an apartment? Are you in a home? Blah, blah, orientation of the sun, et cetera, et cetera. And then after that, I will, um, I will go away and I will kind of do a preliminary floor plan of that space. And I then produce back to you documentation going, here's what you've asked me to do. Here's everything as I understand it based on my assessment of the site. And, you know, there's, there's certain things I cannot assess uh, professionally. Like I cannot comment on if a wall is load bearing. What I can say though is, hey, there's a wall which we might be able to move if we get in contact with the builder and structural engineer. But I'll note all those sorts of things in this report to you, give you that sketch drawing. And if nothing else comes of further down the step, further down the line, at least you have that documentation. So the money you're spending in that process with me is about getting my professional kind of, we're starting to exchange ideas here. We're starting to exchange ideas. We're starting to exchange design elements. And I want to give you something tangible, even at that early stage, because we might go from our discovery call. Yeah, financially, I think you're going to be, you know, we can do this. And then we get there and then we maybe go, oh, maybe this needs to sit and, you know, simmer for six or 12 months. So at least you haven't, not going back to square one later on, you've at least got sort of a little report and you've got some base drawings that you can work from that we can think, calculate things like square meterage and we can consider all the key services moving forward. So as part of that little bundle as well, that's usually when I'm going to give my client a proposal for the rest of the project. Sometimes I work on hourly. A lot of the time I work on fixed rate for a project. So I'll give you a total sum for me to basically do the whole, for, for me to design the whole project. So that's going to include what I'm going to talk about in the next few steps. If you go hunky-dory, love that. Um, and, and we go ahead, then, you know, we, we then continue along the design process. Once I've got the go-ahead for you and I've given you those initial little drawings, that's when I start to, if we're doing any sort of changes to the layout, that's when I start what we call sketch drawing. So literally I take that base floor plan or elevations or whatever I've produced and given to you and then I will literally get some sketching paper over the top, um, some trace paper, and then I just will start sketching and we work out, okay, if I, um, maybe part of your brief was the kitchen island is too close to the back wall. So if I then have to come through and I'm looking, you know, one hand I'm looking at Australian standards, accessibility standards. Uh, on the other hand, I'm looking at how, you know, standard sizes of cabinetry and then how far we want to have between the island and the back galley section. I'm then also thinking about like, you know, well, what size, what size slab of stone am I using? And am I going to have to require two to do this island? So we're doing all these little sketches and we're factoring all the implications that come with it. And out of that, usually I'll arrive at one, you know, one, two, maybe three different sketches, which I kind of believe are going to solve the problems that, that we've got. And at this part, at this point, so some designers work differently, but I work very much form than function, uh, form than finish rather, 
So form then finish. Function runs all the way throughout that goes with that saying. So I usually worry, I kind of think of my initial designs as this big white box. So I think of the form of everything, the the layout, the height of things, the depth of things, how the space is going to flow. And then afterwards, then I start to think about the finishes that we're applying. So what color are these tiles? What finishes are we going to use for tapware? So I sort of worry about the sketches first. And then before I do the next presentation, I'm usually then collating a, either a mood board for the client based on imagery that you might've given me during that sort of just after we've, um, I've done the site assessment with you. And I can then start to put together a bit of a mood board, or I might actually get some physical samples. If, if we've got a really strong direction or you've asked for something specifically, and that might be, you've asked for a really specific finish on a tap or a really specific stone for a countertop perhaps. And that's going to be the star of the space. So I'll usually kind of get that initially so that that becomes the, the launch pad for everything else. So then we have a meeting. We have another meeting. And I come to you. Ta-da! Here are the drawings. Here are the sketches. Here's like some materials. Here is some samples. Here's some other random... And we just kind of... I throw the initial ideas at you and we, and we get a vibe for maybe what you're liking, maybe what you're not convinced on or you, you're concerned about or we just agreed was like a pie in the sky kind of situation. But we, we want the, out, the outcome we want from that meeting is a clear direction, both from the design perspective and also like physically what we're going to do in the space. This next little bit after this then becomes the actual development and iteration of the design. And this is a lot of what happens in the back of this. So after um, after we've had that meeting, that's when the refining, this is kind of when I, you know, put my headphones on and really knuckle down and we start to like go around, I start to go around in circles and, okay, if I move this here and, and do this finish, then how's that going to implicate this? Or what if I did it this way? So this is this iteration process. And... Um, it kind of just kind of goes around until we have sort of resolved everything. And I spoke before about my design process being form then finish. Well, for me, I'll kind of, I rough things in and then I will give each area some more detailed attention. And then I, uh, there might be a bit where it's almost like a Sudoku puzzle. Like I know there's a bit over there, which hasn't, it's not finished. There's something not right about it, but I'm going to come over here and do this bit. And then I'll go back and have a look and I'll be like, Oh, can I figure out a way to resolve it? No. Okay. I'll go over here and do this bit until everything is beautifully resolved and everything feels harmonious. And I, and I've got sort of no more qualms about the space and it feels really complete. And this process can kind of go around. Now, the reason that I like to very often do fixed price for my clients, but does it does depend, is I don't want to rush through that process. This is sort of the dichotomy of using an interior designer. Cheap interior design, what you're effectively doing is you're kneecapping your designer and their ability to create. The longer I spend on a project, looking at it, considering materials, refining it, the better the design is going to be. No questions about it. The longer I can spend on a project, the more refined it's going to be. Now, there becomes, there does become a point we call the diminishing rate of returns where the longer I spend on it, like it's getting a quarter of a percent better day by day. And it basically you go, look, it's not worth it. But as opposed to if somebody said, hey, I need a design in two days versus I need a design in two months, 
the two month one is going to be so much more developed or even a six week one. Like, you know what I mean? So I know that, I know that you're putting your hard earned money toward your designer. I know that I get it, but choose, choose the designer's work that you resonate with and that they can maybe give a little bit of insight into their process, but don't be lured into just, just thinking about cost. Okay. I know there's nobody likes to talk about money, but it's important. It's important because we're creative people and the longer we can spend on something and refine it, the better it's going to be. So don't be lured into just thinking about, oh, I'm going to save money by using this design. I'm going to save money by using this designer because look, they might deliver something absolutely incredible, totally what you want. But if you don't give a designer long enough to work on something, it's not as good as it could be. That's sort of the reality. So that is why I generally like to do fixed price because I don't like that pressure of having to go to a client, you know, oh, just give me two more hours, you know, pay me for two more hours or four more hours or another two days. And I reckon I can just get it that much better. By doing a fixed rate, I just have freedom to go, look, I'm happy that it's this X amount for this project. And um, I, I can basically allocate as much time as I want on that and keep coming back with it. Because I, I act very sporadically like that. I'll, and I'm very much a night owl. I'll have these ideas you know, late into the evening and then I'll stay up for forever sort of working on it furiously and, and, and then I'll kind of go to bed and wake up and be like, oh, actually, that's not half bad. So that's just how I work. So once we've gone through that design development phase, we emerge into the next phase, which is now basically our, our next meeting, which is me then presenting to you, hey, here is the final design that we're looking at. It's like pretty much completion and here... I've brought all of these samples and examples to give you. So that's where we kind of, sometimes I bring them to you. Sometimes I take you to the samples. If it's something big, like we're not, maybe we're not hundred percent sure on the exact bathtub we want, for example, then I'm going to go take you shopping and we're going to go look at bathtubs and you're going to go sit in some bathtubs. Or if we're not sure about the height of a certain item or whatever it is. If we're unsure and I can't get a sample to you, I'm going to take you to the sample as much as I can to make sure that you're happy with it. I want you to touch it, feel it, taste it, smell it, do everything with it so that we're 100% sure that whatever we're putting into your design, you're happy with and it meets your needs. So we just keep locking that down, give you that final presentation of sort of here's the realized thing. And then that's sort of your, your opportunity then for that for us to make some, a couple of tweaks towards the end. So you might go, look, financially, you know, we talked about doing this particular tap, but actually I'm thinking now it's going to be better if we do this one instead because of these reasons. And we go, sure, that's fine. We can adjust all of that. Once we've locked all that down and we've got approval from you, that's when I go away and do some more ferreting. And this is all the technical stuff. So this is when we start to produce technical drawings and technical documentation. So these are the technical drawings that you can use to give to tradespeople that they can then start to create their own drawings from um, or they can create their own works from. So that's going to be things like floor plans, elevations, electrical plans, um, it's going to be finishes schedules. So it's going to be giving people specifically like what color paint from which manufacturer, what laminates we're using, what stone from what suppliers, which lighting we're using, how we want those lights to be controlled. Are they dimmable or are they on a two-way switch? What color temperature are they? Um, are they the silver or the brass finish? 
Um, it's telling us which tiles we're using. It's telling us which tile grout we're using. It's telling us how we're laying out the tiles with the tile layout pattern. It's giving us all of that detail. So basically my job then is to go away and to try and leave no stone unturned for someone. So there's minimal questions from anyone. They understand exactly what's happening and they can execute the design as we've agreed and is intended. That then gets delivered in a beautiful little package and we can go, here you go, here's, here's all your documents. Now, at this point here, there's a few different options. Some clients will go, great, thank you, bye-bye, see you later. And I'll go, I'll call you when, when the project's done to come and take some pictures and make sure you're happy with everything. Um, although what I tend to like to offer to clients is an additional service where I can basically be a designer on call during that actual build process. Because from there on out, it's all up to the tradespeople to actually execute those designs. But likely there's still gonna be some questions or there might be some hurdles along the way. So perhaps we've said we wanna you know, put a light switch here, but for whatever reason, once they've pulled the wall apart and go, actually, we can't run cabling there, you need to move it. Instead of just making a knee-jerk decision on the moment, go, oh, put it over there. I offer a service to clients where I can be involved in that process on a on a on call kind of basis, and then I you know they, the tradespeople can just call me and I can either just make a a decision over the phone and we can confirm that the client or if it's something that involves me coming out to actually look at it and standing with the client and the tradesperson and working it out together then that's that's part of it as well. That generally is you know that's a process and a, a service which is going to end up in a much more considered situation and considered um, final design delivery instead of just uh, accumulation of some last minute decisions by a tradesperson, which may not always be design driven, you know? Um, and very often they teach us things. Absolutely. You know, if if a tradesperson says, hey, we can't do this because of this, I, I want to understand why not. So then in the future we can make allowances for that and make sure that um, uh, we don't run into the same problem again, right? So it's this two-way street communication between designer, tradespeople, builder, contractors, everyone like that. And then it basically comes to the project delivery. So depending on the project, then it, it's kind of then move-in day for you, whatever was happening or install date, depending on what we're doing. If we're doing some staging or some styling or whatever it is, furniture's being delivered, then that's sort of... So depending on what it is, if it's a kitchen or bathroom, yeah, absolutely, I want to come on the reveal day and have a look at it. Um, if it's something where I'm more involved, where we're like, we're getting furniture delivered and we're getting couches in and we're getting rugs in, then of course I'm there because I'm there, we're, you know, hands on getting everything ready for you and all laid out. Um, and, uh, and then we want to make sure you absolutely love that space. So that's sort of that, that final delivery step for you. After the delivery step has happened, then it's kind of just formality. So I, that's usually where I'd like to um, bring in a photographer if we're having the, f the space photographed sort of pretty quickly because we know you want to like jump in and live in it. So we want to not be in your hair and, and, and get a photographer in there as quickly as we can. And then usually at that end point, I'm also delivering to you, depending on the type of project, either it might be invoices and receipts from certain purchases, which in basically, which are linked to like your warranties or to user manuals or care guides. So there's usually another then big bundle of stuff that gets delivered to you as the client, which is going to tell you 
you know, it might be all of your manuals for your, you know, if it's a kitchen, it's all your manuals for your dishwasher. It's your maintenance care information for your stone countertop. It's your maintenance and warranty information for your tapware. It's um, information on your range hood. It's um, cleaning guides for the floor. It's all of that stuff. All of the somewhat boring, but really important stuff. Um, it's really important that we communicate that. And I usually like to have a, a if there's something really critical, like I, I'm going to make sure you know about it and not just hand you documents and expect you to read it. So that usually is another little meeting and a bit of a process where I go, hey, here's everything. But as you, you know, here's, here's the highlights. Remember, you've got a natural stone countertop, which needs to be resealed every X amount of years. Or remember that you can't go using this cleaner on this tap because it will ruin it. And remember, so it's all those sets of things that we want to have up front, okay? So that uh, that your space remains beautiful and luscious forevermore. So that is sort of, that's the general design process. That There's all these little microcosms within each of those steps and lots of little things that are happening. But as an overview, it's basically we have a chat, we agree to work together, I come have a look at the space and I might, you know, we also might need to wrangle in other people. So we might need to get like electricians in builders. We might need to get um, uh, structural engineers in if there's certain things we need to at that point. We then come up with the basic concepts, which include things like your sketches and your mood boards. And then that's when I start to then provide all of that to you. I give you the initial sketches. We talk about them. We choose one. And then we just keep like going around in circles till we get to the perfect design at the end. We've going, I then give you all the documents that need that you need for it to be palmed off to the necessary trades or to a builder. And then it, it gets built. And then we have a glass of champagne at the end. That sounds pretty fun, doesn't it? I hope that's useful for you to understand. This is partly just some decompression for me as well and to actually talk through this process um, because I've, as I said, been writing on the website and I was like, you know what, this would be really useful to actually put into a podcast episode so that other people can hear it as well. So I hope it's been of value to you and maybe giving you a little bit of an understanding of what actually the designers are doing behind the scenes. We're not just doing rando things that, you, you know, I don't know. what. We're not just fluffing cushions, right? We're doing much more than that, a lot more technical elements and a lot of actual creative work so stick around Alrighty. Well, thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, I know it's I've been off for a couple of weeks and I promise I'll be back next week uh, as we hurtle towards Christmas it is now like four weeks so things are gonna go gonna go down a little bit i'm probably gonna take a wee break over christmas maybe so maybe i'll probably try and get another two episodes out before i i head off into the ether into a little um cave somewhere i don't know um for the end of the year before we re-emerge for 2024 but having said that now is the time for you to be thinking about any interior design projects you have in mind for 2024. So if you do have something you're thinking about and you want to talk about it to a pro, why don't you head on over to my website, disco.design, that's D-I-S-K-O.design. Book yourself in on the contact page for a free discovery session. And who knows, this time next year, you could be um, living La Vida Loca in your new Casa Dojo Mojo house. And that would be fantastic and fabulous. 
until next time, I hope you take care of yourself. My name's Dave. Thank you for tuning into Disco Designs and Interior Design Podcast. Until next time, bye-bye.